Thank you for tuning into the Word of Life Ministry Podcast. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia. We are so blessed today to be receiving the Word of Life on this Sunday morning from a member of our ministerial staff. So please just sit back, relax, and enjoy the Word of God. Have a blessed day. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Given honor to God, who is, and given honor to God, given honor to His Son Jesus, who is truly our Lord and Savior. I give honor to all of you, to our pastors, Elder Dr. Shelley D. Boone II and Elder Dr. Jackie M. Boone. We thank God for pastors that are after God's own heart. I give, um, pay my respects and give honor to all the elders, ministers, all the ministerial staff, the deacons. Thank you so much, Deacon Chris, for that wonderful selection. I know that the enemy is fighting against our health this morning, so we bind and rebuke the hand of the enemy. I thank God for all of you, all our family, friends, and loved ones. Um, to God be the glory. To God be the absolute glory on this morning. I thank God for another opportunity to come before you. I won't be before you long. Um as I stated, that the enemy is fighting against us this morning and in our health, but we know that God is able. He is more than able. So we thank God for being so good and so kind on this morning. We thank God for another opportunity to come before you and to um, to minister his word. We just thank God for being so good and so kind. So if you'll um, go with me this morning um, to Jeremiah 29 and 11. And the word of God reads, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And I will seek, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come boldly before your throne of grace on this morning. Father God, I come before you, Father God, asking that you would decrease me, Father God, that you may increase in me. Father God, anoint my lips to play, Father God. Think through my mind and, oh, Father God, speak through my vocal cords. Let it be all of you and none of me, Father God. Oh, Father God, strengthen me up this morning, Father God. Oh, hallelujah, put fire in my mouth, Father God. Oh, hallelujah, let there be a baptizing of your word for someone, Father God. Oh, Father God, you know what you want your people to hear on this morning, Father God. Bless them to have ears to hear, Father God. So as we come to you, Father God, we open our hearts to receive you, Father God. We open up our ears to hear your word, Father God. Open up our spiritual ears, Lord, and speak, Father God. Father God, I ask that you would just have your way on this morning. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way with me. Have your way with your people. I call for a free flowing of your Holy Spirit to just come in and rest, rule, and abide in us. Oh, hallelujah. Father God, shower down, Lord. Shower down your glory, Father God. Shower down your glory on us on today. Forgive us for our sins and our shortcomings, Father God. Anything that we've said or done that wasn't pleasing to 
to your sight, Father God. Oh, hallelujah, even if we started, Father God, forgive us right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your salvation. We thank you for what your son Jesus did on the cross, Father God. Oh, hallelujah, that he stretched out his arms and said, it's finished. And Revelation confirmed it and said, it's done. So we thank you, Father God, that it's done, that you provided all that we need, Father God. So we give you praise on today, Father God, in the mighty matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. When most people hear the word prosperity, they automatically think money. However, prosperity, as we've learned over the past few weeks, is more than just having money. Prosperity means to be successful in life, and and being successful in life is God's will. It's his will for all of us. It's his will that we may prosper in our spirit. Oh, hallelujah, it's will that we may prosper in our soul, to have a renewed and a sound mind. To have, a, to have prosperity in our body is called health. To have prosperity in our marriage is called peace. It is God's will to be successful and live an abundant life. He would that we may prosper in all things, not just some things, but he, he would that we may prosper in all things and be in health. And he also wants us to be in perfect peace as we keep our minds and our hearts stayed on him. So I thank him this morning that we came focus on him, that we we can continue to focus on him and his word. We woke up this morning with God on our mind. We got up and we we came, we got on the line, and we do every day. And we thank God for meeting us where we are. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're meeting us. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, Father God, that you're here dwelling in our presence. So we thank God that he meets us here every Sunday morning, every Wednesday night. We just thank God. We are then able to maintain a peaceful presence. When everything around us is going wrong, when, when we have peace, we have peace of mind, whatever's going on around us, we can just look to God and just thank him regardless of what our circumstances are, whatever we're going through. All we have to do is look to God for peace. We don't have to give in to the frustration of fear or anger that may be swirling around us. Instead, we can focus on God, and, and we're able at that moment to stay calm in any kind of situation, any difficult situation that comes up. I thank God that I'm here this morning because the situation came up, and I thought that I was going to have to get on a plane this morning. And I remember just, just thinking, well, I, I just got to do this and, and, and just scrambling around and getting my things together calling up um, Dr. Boone saying, hey, I got to leave. I'll be leaving out first thing in the morning. And, you know, that's all I know. I've, you know, never never even thinking about the fact that I had had a, um, a, a, to take care of God's business this morning. I didn't forget about God, but at that moment, when 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 you think this stuff is going on around you at that moment when you see when you see your situation and think, oh my God, I got to get to my child. I got to get to my son. You know, Rod is in Virginia. He's up there by himself, no family, and God has blessed him to have a, a great um, spiritual parent. He's blessed him to have um, a, a wonderful ministry up there that he can go and worship at. He's a um, he's a prayer warrior. So I know that the enemy is going to try to come against him. All last week, the enemy has been coming up against me and my children, my grandchildren, and everything has been coming up against us. So I'm doing what I'm telling you to do this morning. I had to just calm down, 
and in my situation, and I had to focus on God and focus on his word and know that, you know, it is God that is going to give me strength. I already know that he has um, rod covered. He's covered. I don't have to worry about it. I had to run to the emergency room on Friday because I was sick and, and get medication, but I knew that it was an attack of the enemy. So what what I did, we were, I had already, um, me and my prayer partner, and I thank God for her, she had already said, okay, I'm going to call you in the morning and we're going to pray because we already recognized what the enemy was doing. So we stormed the gates of heaven on Friday morning. We stormed the gates of heaven for, for, my, for my needs and for her needs. And, for, and we interceded on behalf of our family, friends, and loved ones and everyone. We interceded on behalf of our, our church because we love our church home. We're a life ministry. We love our pastors. So that's what we have to do. We have to get in a place of peace. He would keep us in peace. So it is for this reason I come to you with my subject. He would keep me in peace as my soul prosper. He would keep me in perfect peace as my soul prosper. Jesus give us a hope that is grounded in him and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Trusting in Christ and relying on the Spirit, we cannot help but to overflow in the joy, peace, hope that God and love that God provides. Peace, the peace that counts, the peace that is real, is the peace that emanates from our relationship with Christ. It's not from the fact that our circumstances at any given moment happen to be favorable or pleasant. As we grow into his likeness and are transformed by his spirit, we begin to experience his divine peace in a greater measure. The peace is vital and will determine the quality of our life, that we, the quality of life that we live in this world. Often we believe more money, if I, had, if I just had more money, if I had a bigger house, if I can go on more vacation, if I had a better job, it, you know, any worldly position, um, possession that I have, this would make me have more peace. But it's not that. The truth is more stuff and things like that cannot bring us peace. Only, only um, the one who holds the title, the Prince of Peace, he is peace, that belong, and his peace belongs to him. He is peace, and his peace belongs to him. That is only what God can do. Jesus is peace. He's our real peace. He says, peace, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you now and beneath you. You know, when, when he was getting ready to, to be crucified, he let the, um, he comforted his disciples and let them know that he's not leaving them alone, that he's giving them a comforter, and that comforter is the Holy Spirit. And that comforter is going to um, be there to comfort them, to bring things back to their remembrance that he's taught them, and also to give them peace. It would give them peace. So throughout all the gospel, we see Jesus restoring what was broken, healing what is bent, saving what is on the brink of destruction. If we want to experience his perfect peace, we must embrace the one who brings it. God is spirit, and because we are more, we are, and because we are made in his image, this is one of our primary ways of connecting with and getting to know him. Our spiritual prosperity is essential to our life overall. Research indicates that, that spiritual, practice, spiritual practices like prayer tend to be associated with defeating stress, increased hope, 
it, and fewer problems with sleep. It tends to increase the awareness of cultivating gratitude and other virtues while helping us connect with a greater sense of purpose and meaning. So we should start our day with prayer every day, and we should end our day with prayer. Before we lie down and go to sleep at night, we should end our day with prayer. We should ask God to keep us in perfect peace. In the mornings when we get up, even if you're running late for work or your appointments, whatever you're doing, you can pray in the car. Driving is great time to just connect with God. If it's just you and him one-on-one, -on -one, just connect with him and find that peace. Ask him to give you that peace. Ask him to, 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 to transform your mind that it not be conformed to this world, that, it's not, that you're not worried about what's going on around you, but to give you that perfect peace. Having a spiritual perspective is powerful because it changes what we see in the natural. It shows a perspective that is established in God. Who wants us to see the dimensions of possibility by setting our minds on the things above? Sometimes just by looking with our natural eyes, we, we miss our victory or we miss, miss the higher goal. See, what we have to do is we have to look at things with our with the eyes, of, with supernatural eyes. We have to look at it knowing that God is the one. I may be going through this right now. I may be in distress right now, but God, I look to you. I give this situation over to you. I cannot do it on my own. I cannot handle it on my own. I can't solve this problem on my own. I can't heal Rod, but I know the ones that does heal. I can't heal my own body, but I look to you, oh God, to give me peace. Give me peace of mind. I look on the, I fix my thing, my mind on the things that are above. So as I look to the hills, which comes my help, my help comes from the Lord. He, we also, but we also have to remain vigilant. The very moment we set our mind and our heart that we're going to do things the right way, that we're going to live a righteous life, we're going to follow Jesus Christ. You're going to have that we're going to serve the Lord with all our heart, all our mind, and all our soul. We enter into a powerful spiritual battle. And let me tell you that the warfare is real. When you do all of these things and you make up your mind that, that you know that you know that you show enough know that this is who I am, I'm going to serve the Lord with all that is in me, you make yourself a prey to the enemy, the prince of darkness of this world, Satan. He is going to come at you. He's going to come at you with everything. He's going to throw the fiery darts at you. So you have to be ready. You have to have that the right moment. You have to have a made-up mind. You have to have your mind made up, your heart made up. You have to be determined that you will definitely meet up with the devil, but he is defeated. The devil is a defeated foe. And you have to remember that. We will discover that the spiritual warfare is definitely real. The Apostle Paul tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Paul also exhorts us to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The Apostle Paul reminds us that we have access to the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We must remember that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. This means that it doesn't matter what, what stands against us, regardless of how bad things look in the natural, the supernatural Spirit of the Lord is with us always. You don't have to be afraid of what the enemy tries. 
for greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And that's what you have to tell the devil when he come up against you, because he will come against you. It just depends on how you look at the situation and how you come against him. Know to, get to know God. Get to know his word. Learn his word. Read his word. Meditate on his word. Know that God is with us, and he, would, and he promises never to leave nor forsaken us. He, he has given us spiritual resources because he has created us in his own image. He gave us the ability to tap into him. Spiritual food is available to us in a variety of forms. First and foremost, you must feed your spirit from the word of God. Blessed rather, than, blessed rather are those who will hear the word of God and obey it. Stay in a good place where the word of God, the word of life is being taught. Stay in a place where you get what they are feeding you. Stay there. Just stay firm. Don't jump from church to church. You may fall as you learn to walk according to the spirit, but just pick yourself up. We fall down, but we get back up. As long as you're feeding yourself with spiritual food, you're growing, changing, and getting yourself stronger. You're becoming stronger in the word, stronger in the Lord, stronger in his might. These spiritual resources are the word of are, are the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the word of faith, miracle, healing, tongue interpretations, tongues and prophecies. Today, these wonderful gifts to be to God gave these wonderful gifts to us to build us up, to prosper us, and to prosper the church. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, they are available to you. All that he has provided is available to you. All we have to do is recognize that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. And these gifts, we there, there's no limit to these gifts. They are available to us. God provides us with his armor to protect us, his, his truth, righteousness, his peace, his faith, his salvation, his prayer. What a prosperity that is. What wealth that is. Adding to them fasting and forgiving. We have to pray, we have to fast, and we have to give. We have to give tithes and offerings. We have to forgive people we, when they do us wrong, when they hurt us. Regardless of what's going on, we have to forgive. We have to let go, and we have to let God. If, if your spirit and God's spirits are in touch and in tune with each other, each one of the, you, each of you, each is yours to use. Each of these gifts is yours to use. You have the righteousness, the peace, the faith, the salvation, and the prayer. They make a difference between good and bad, a good day and a bad day. You can choose to have a good day. You can choose to have a bad day. When I was in college, this professor used to say that anger was a choice. And, and we all went crazy because we were saying anger is not a choice. People make us anger angry and he it was his mission to by the end of that day to prove to us that anger is a choice we don't we get we don't have to get angry it's how we look at a situation how we choose to handle a situation if someone steps on your toe right after you have foot surgery you can choose to to, to lash out at them you can you can cry there there are a lot of emotions that's going to go through you or you can choose to remember who you are and whose you are you don't have to get mad at the cashier at the at the local Walmart or at, or at the store. You don't have to go off and curse your, your spouse out. If your husband or your wife uh, make you angry, you don't have to go off and curse them out. I hear people saying all the time when they call for prayer, yeah, but he pushed my buttons or she pushed my buttons. What button? It, 
you do not have to go off and call people out of their names. You don't have to go off. Yeah, we get angry. We're all human, and God knows that we're human. But in in aside of being human, we are all children of God. We are children of God, and we have to live and walk holy to the call that has been given us. So we know the word, and we know that it's possible to just stay in faith, to just stay in peace. We have to stay in peace. Our circumstances may not change quickly as we like, but if we stay in peace, if we change our thinking, because see, it, it starts in our mind, because the enemy is going to get in your mind. Oh, she's talking about you, or she don't like you, and the enemy is going to cause you to want to call people out of their name. They're going to cause you to want to gossip, to talk about people, to put people down, but we have to change our thinking. The enemy will have you thinking that no one loves you, no one wants you around. We have to change our thinking. We have to think of the things that are above, change our attitude and the way we see life. We don't have to walk around with bitterness. We don't have to walk around with deceit and and have our head down in the sand. No, we look to the hills which come with our help. We have to look to God. It is God who gives us the strength. And, the, and But those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God will strengthen us during our waiting period. He'll strengthen us during our times. It is God that, that gives us the strength to get wealth. It is God that gives us the strength to succeed in life. He's already laid it all out for us. We are eagles. We are eagles, and we are empowered. And all we have to do is say, Lord, empower me. Lord, pour your glory out on me. Pour your love out on me. He's already given us that. He's already provided all the provisions that we that we need. God's provisions include our physical resources. When God created us, He created us. He created our spirit to put it in and put it into our body. And because of God's great gift of life, we can say that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what He said about us. He said we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We can live an abundant life, a life that God has created us to live. God has provided everything we need to succeed and be prosperous, and to be successful in life. God has provided us all, not just some, but he has provided us all. God has empowered us to, to, um, to, to just do whatever we need to do, what he created us to do. All we have to do is know that we're empowered. All we have to do is to step into that calling. All we have to do is answer yes to him. We do, we do our, does our heart and our mind say yes? All we have to do is abide in, in him. And he said, if you abide in me, I'll abide in you. You draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. So all we have to do is draw near to God. All we have to do is, is, is realize who he is and, 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 and who we are and who he created us to be. We don't have to worry about anything else going on. We don't have to try to please anybody else. We have to please God. We have to please God and know what his will for our life is, the will of God, the will of God for our life. When God, when God's considering, when considering God's will for some of our questions, we have to answer, ask, ask ourselves, God, what is the will of your life? What's your plan for my life? That's what we ask ourselves. Can we mess it up? And of course we can. can do we fall down? Do we, do we make mistakes? Of course we do. I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect, but we have to know that the one who, who, 
who is with us, we have to realize that God is with us. We don't have to be afraid. He tells us not to be afraid. He tells us not to be scared, to do his will. All we have to do is ask him, Lord, to let your will be done in my life. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's desire is that we live each day to the fullest. God give us choices so we can exercise our free will in obeying him. And we can either obey the will the will and the and the word of God or we cannot obey. He's not going to force himself on us, but he does make everything available to us that we can have this perfect peace, that we can have his desired will. That's what God is going going to do. He's such a gentleman, he's not going to force us to to believe him, to trust him. But I I come to you this morning and I tell you to trust God, stand on his word, apply his word to your life. Even when things are going wrong, know that the God that heals, the God that delivers, the God that strengthens is there, and he'll do it for you. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you, and if he did it for you, he'll do it for me. He does it for everybody. All we have to do is trust him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him because sometimes things happen that we don't understand. Sometimes, you know, people, our loved ones and friends, they may die or get sick and and we wonder why. But we just have to continue to trust God. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. Every time something bad happens to you, it doesn't mean, oh, my God, I've done something wrong. I've done something wrong. No, sometimes bad things, Jesus said, in this world, we will have troubles, we will have trials and tribulations, but he tells us to, to be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. Remember earlier I said that Satan is a defeated foe, and I'll remind you again, Satan is a defeated foe. In Jesus, we have victory. In Jesus, we have life. In Jesus, we have strength. Jesus came that we may have life and life more abundantly. He didn't come to play. He came to save souls. He came to set free. He came to deliver. He came to heal, and that's exactly what he did. Because of because I am the righteousness righteousness of God, angels have been sent to minister to me. They respond to the word of God which I speak. Therefore, I loose the angels. I loose them with the words of my mouth, and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in his sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So I say to you today, let the Lord be magnified, who takes pleasure in our prosperity. In the name of Jesus, I command the angels to bring prosperity into into my spirit, into your spirit, into our homes, into our life, into our families, our finances. I declare it right now. I declare promotions, and I command the angels to bring promotion into your life. I, I have, we have a blood-bought covenant promise from God, the almighty God who multiplies us, the God who does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Therefore, I confess that we are exceedingly abundant in life. We have, oh, hallelujah, we have all that God has for us to have. We are blessed. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the field. We are the head and not the tail. All you have to do is walk in this. I am blessed. You have to you have to encourage yourself. You have to say these affirmations. You have to do it every day, every night, because you have to 
speak to the speak to your situation. If you are if you are sick, you have to say, I declare and decree that I am healed. See, that's what I say every day. I'm healed. I'm healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. And every every organ, every cell, every blood vessel in my body lines up. And it is in alignment with God's perfect will. It operates as he created it to operate in my body. It operated as he created it to operate in your body. We are exceedingly glad. We are fruitful. Oh, hallelujah. I declare right now that we are healthy. We are healed. We are delivered and free from the bondage of sin. We are healed right now. We are never, ever to tell, oh, hallelujah, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No weapon formed against us can prosper because, once again, Satan is a defeated foe. We have victory in Christ Jesus. Remember what he did when he stretched out his arms. Oh, hallelujah, by those 39 stripes, we are healed. We are set free. We are delivered. Oh, hallelujah, we are men and women of the most high God. All we have to do is walk in that calling. All we have to do is walk worthy of that calling. All we have to do is set our minds on the things that are above and not beneath. Don't worry about what's going on around you in the natural. Look to your situation with your spiritual eyes, the supernatural God, the supernatural God that is able to move mountains. The supernatural God is able to lift you regardless of how low you are in that valley. He's able to lift you up. He's able to bring you out. He's able to calm the winds and and control the storms in your life. He said, peace, be still. He said that he leave us with his peace. So we have to have that peace in our hearts and in our minds. We have to speak it. I have peace. I have peace today. I have joy today. Walk in that joy. Go to work happy. Walk around your home. Open up your doors and windows on this beautiful day and speak the words of God. Command Satan to get out to leave your life. But understand this. Now, when you command him to get out and to leave your life, if you do not continue to saturate your life, continue to saturate your home, with the word of God, he's going to come back, and he's going to come back that that much stronger. He's going to come back stronger. But when the enemy is caught, when the enemy is caught, he has to pay back seven times. So we have to know that we walk in the favor of God, and our favor is increased as we are speaking the word of God. Our favor is increased as we walk in the word of God. We know the word of God. We meditate on the word of God. We are free from unforgiveness. We are free from any sins. We are free from condemnation. There will be people that will come against you because the devil can use anybody. He will get into somebody's mind and and, and hear you speaking the word of God. You may go to work and and, and just speak a word of encouragement, a word of encouragement because you're trying to encourage yourself. You're trying to uh, give inspiration to your coworkers, and the devil is going to come up against you and say, I remember when we used to be in the club every night. I remember when you did this. I remember when you did this. But God said in Romans, there is no condemnation. You cannot be. You cannot allow someone to hold your past against you. Your past does not determine your future. What determines your future is you and your your relationship with God. I want you to get a relationship with God. I want you to get into the Word of God. 
and that you'll be able to speak to God. And see, the enemy is trying to come against me right now because remember what I said when I started, that he's coming against my health, but the devil is a liar. He is a defeated foe. I bind and rebuke the name, the hand of the enemy that's trying to come against me, that's trying to come against my message, that's trying to tie my tongue and tell me that I can't do it because I know who I am in Christ. I know what he has done for me. I know the, the, the calling that he has put on my life. I know the plans that he has for me. He has a plan to prosper me. Oh, hallelujah, he has a plan to prosper you. God is, God is not mocked. And the enemy will have you believe that, 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 that God doesn't love you, that God doesn't have a plan. But he has a plan for your life. He has a plan. In order for you to willingly participate in God's plan, you have to know what it is. And you must trust and believe that he'll show you his plan when you seek him. So make the decision right now today to believe this simple fact that your Savior wants you to know his will so you can walk in it. All you have to do is, is go to him. Ask God to reveal his plan. Lord, what is my plan? What is your plan for my life? What is your will? Let your will be done. I said it before and I'll say it again. God will instruct you. He will teach you. He will show you the way that you should go. He will lead, guide, and direct your path. He would, he would teach you to do his will, not your own will, but his will. You have to step out the way and allow God to lead you, allow God to guide you. Let, you, let your good spirit lead me, oh God. Let your good spirit guide me, oh God. David knew that. The Lord's character is what what you need to live like. What would Jesus do? I remember remember the bracelets that used to be out. What would Jesus do? When you're in a situation and you don't know what to do, then ask yourself, what would Jesus do? God promised that he would show us his will. He would show us what he had for us. He promised us to give us good, his perfect peace. And if we keep our minds and our hearts stayed on him, we have to be focused on the word of God. And in times when we don't know what to do, here's what we do. We fall down our knees and we pray to him. We pray and we ask him to give us strength to show us, to give us guidance and understanding. We pray to him and ask him to go before us, to send the ministering angels that they'll straighten every crooked road in our life and, and smooth out every rough edge. That's what we do. He who he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. See, we dwell in the in the place we are, we abide under His wings, because that's what He said in His in His Word. He said, "Here we abide under His wings." So here we are. So we just say, "Here I am, Lord. I surrender to You. I submit to You. I submit to You right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. I thank You, Lord, in advance for all that You've done on my behalf." I love you, Lord. That's all we have to do. We just have to submit to him. We thank him. We go to him with a heart of gratitude and show him love because he already loves us. It's that He loves us first. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. How many of you are willing to give up your, your son and your daughter? Right now I rejoice and I am exceedingly glad that you have granted me, oh God, the petitions that I have requested. So don't forget to thank him while I'm yet speaking, I know that you're answering me already. You've already blessed me. My total life prosperity is settled now with great expectations. See, we have to come to the Lord with expectation. We have to come with, to him with expectation of his glory and his power. 
We have to come to come to God every every day with expectation of His strength. I came this morning knowing that the that God was already going to be here. He was going to meet me here. Even this morning when when I got up, I knew that I had an assignment, and I knew that if I take care of God's business, regardless of how bad I feel, regardless of what I think is going on in Virginia, regardless of what's going on with with my kids, you know. Um, I know that God is going to take care of them, regardless of what's going on. We are eagles. God wants us to go higher and higher and higher. He wants us. He wants to take us to higher heights and deeper depths. He wants us to know that He is with us, that He would never leave us nor forsake us. So we we can just relish in His word. We can just stand on His word, knowing that that heaven and earth will both pass away before the word of God fail. So we know that regardless of what's going on in our life, we don't have to be afraid. He tell us, be not afraid. He tell us that he's with us. He tell us that all we have to do is look to him, to hand it over to him. He has promises. He has promises in the word for everything that we need, everything that we'll face in life. God has already promised us. Sing unto the Lord a new song. The scriptures calls us the right and sing new songs. God loves it when we articulate our praises in our own words and our own songs. I just love the Lord. He's the sovereign God. We bless his holy name, oh God. We bless your holy name. Your kingdom is eternal. Your words are priceless. Your favor is beyond riches. Oh Lord, my Father, your timing is perfect. So we can get into, just allow us to get into your perfect timing. See, I, I'm, I'm a, um, I, I do, I often do um, affirmations because it's in me. Before I left for school, regardless of whenever, from from the from kindergarten all the way up to the twelfth grade, whenever I before I left for school, we had to do affirmations. Our mom would not allow us to leave out the house without affirming the word of God. We had to say that I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God, and and we had to say that we are we we are His. We had to let God know before we walked out the house. If you're running late, too bad to say. You better get up on time, because we had to let God know. We could not leave out the house without praying. You're not going to go to bed without praying, because she she put it in me. She instilled that word in us. You know, train up a child in the way that he he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from. And if he does, he'll come back. God will pull you back every time. It's not a time that 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 people don't won't come around and, and haven't come around and say pray. When I was in high school, I was holding prayer services like in the in the locker room or or in the bathroom or whatever. And I used to get upset because at when we would do secret stances, people would come and they would give me spiritual gifts. They would always give me crosses and stuff stuff like that. And I would always get upset. And then God spoke to me and, and let me know years ago, why are you getting upset? It's because they see you and that's because they see me and you. So now I embrace it if people see the, the spirit of God in us. And that's what we want. We want our God's love to shine on us, in us, and through us. When people look at us, we want them to see God. We want them to see the almighty God. And, yeah, we go through, we have hard times. Things happen. My daughter, Asia, broke her leg where her Achilles and her ankle last weekend, um, and she has to have surgery on Tuesday. And we all know about journey last last August, how her spine was broken in three different places, nine surgeries now, nine surgeries. 
and 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 now Aleem has to have, which is Rod. He has to have surgery, so I I will go up there, and I've been battling. Deacon Chris can't talk this morning for coughing, you know. So you know the the enemy is going to come in, but like I read earlier, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Whatever's going on, whatever's going on with my health, I know that it's already done. I know by Jesus' 39 stripes, I've already been healed. I've already, he's already taken it to the cross. I don't have to worry. I know that Asia's going to be all right. I know that Aline is going to be all right. I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm going to be all right and Deacon Chris is going to be all right. I know that you're going to be all right. I know that God blesses us, and he's given us everything that we need to succeed. When we go back into the, the church building, because the church is within us, I know that everything in us is going to be all right. I know that Word of Life ministry shall prosper and be in good health. And we, we know it. We stand on it. We thank God for it. I thank God for you. I thank God for the opportunity today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We really hope that you enjoyed today's message and that it was truly a blessing to your soul. We would like to thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. God bless you and have a wonderful day.